This is Arrested with Mike Brooks and Atlanta criminal defense attorney Dan Conway. Thanks for joining us on Arrested. And by the way, before we get to the Georgia man who was locked up this week by the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force here in Atlanta for uh, plotting to attack the White House, let me remind you, if you haven't picked up Dan Conway's book, Arrested, Battling America's Criminal Justice System, you are doing yourself an injustice. It's available at Barnes Noble. You can get it on Amazon, and you can also go to the Arrested website. And what's that? What's that address again, Dan? Arrestedbook.com. Arrestedbook.com. Fantastic. I'm, I'm telling you, go, 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 pick yourself up a copy of that. <laughs> Hang man, you're so crazy. So this week on uh, on on Wednesday, federal authorities arrested a Metro Atlanta man that they said was plotting to attack the White House, but instead he got tangled up with the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force. Harsher Jalal Tahib, 21 years old of coming, was taken into custody in, in Buford while allegedly trying to exchange his vehicle for explosives. And he later appeared in court in downtown Atlanta, uh, and the case was brought in front of the judge by the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force. And, and, and Dan, you know, uh, some people say, whoa, well, this is entrapment. Well, we're going we're gonna to tell you folks a little bit about the, the timeline dealing with this guy. But I'm telling you, Dan, this guy is basically a self-radicalized, possible alleged terrorist. Yes, uh, alleged, yes. He's alleged. alleged. But uh, but a well-investigated case by the Northern District of Georgia, which includes Atlanta, the Atlanta metro region. Uh, This this, uh, investigation was handled and supervised by uh, our uh, local U.S. attorney here, Mr. Pack. Yep. And uh, who... Uh, until he became U.S. attorney, was in our, the same building. Uh, we're in the Four Seasons office tower in Midtown, and Mr. Pack was in the same building. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I know some of the people on the task force. I'm familiar with uh, uh, all of the, pretty much all the U.S. attorneys, assistant United States attorneys right. in the Northern District uh, that would that were working in conjunction with the FBI. Uh, so this is just a really good job. And as the defense lawyer, I don't say this easily, right? Right. But I have to give credit where credit is due. Uh, so a shout out to, can't actually believe I'm saying this, but <laughs> a couple of the assistant United States attorneys down there are going to fall over in their chair when, they, when I say this. But uh, a shout out to the United States Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Georgia, to United States Attorney Mr. Pack and all of his uh, agents and his U- assistant United States attorneys, many of whom I know. And... Uh, I've worked with on other cases because they did a good job here. And this is really classic, I would argue, uh, classic good police work. Yeah. There's no entrapment here. Uh, this was thoroughly investigated, meaning – and they put up they, they put up a uh, an individual uh, to – I guess the, the last name is pronounced Taheb or Taheb. Taheb, yeah. Taheb. Um, it was in Cumming, Georgia. And um, he wanted to basically blow up everything. Uh, according to this, he went at, went at the White House, the Statue of Liberty. There was a synagogue he wanted to blow up. The Washington Monument. Washington Monument. I think the Lincoln Memorial he wanted Lincoln to go after, Memorial too, right? Lincoln Memorial as well, yep. 
So basically, he just wanted to blow everything up. Um, and uh, he was trying to travel abroad. He was trying to procure the arms and the guns necessary to do this kind of thing. Uh, and he'd been collaborating with, apparently, um, with uh, leaders of al-Qaeda uh, in the Arabian Peninsula. And, and uh, you know, watching videos online. And was sort of self-radicalized, really. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's why that's why the uh, special agent in charge uh, hacker of the uh, FBI office here feels that it, it, he was acting alone. But, you know, but the investigation, uh, yeah. investigations like this, you know, and, and having been spent six years on the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force in Washington as an, as an investigator and working bombings and such, I can tell you. Investigations like this, they, they can become complex, but um, this is also a classic case, and we, and we always talk about this, is if you see something, say something. Because apparently this actually came from a tip about his radicalization, because he, he actually went to high school here in Metro Atlanta, and, um, his, and he was self-radicalized, as we, as we said, but apparently someone in his community uh, didn't... He just felt not great about this guy because of his radicalization, and uh, and called uh, called the tip in to the FBI, and you know, and and what happens is um, they will start off what they call a PI, a preliminary inquiry, you know, a preliminary investigation, mm-hmm. and they'll do a kind of the, uh, the the least obtrusive kind of investigation into this guy, um, and to find out what exactly. Um, are his goals? What does he really want to do? And and come to find out, because they introduced uh, uh, an FBI undercover, and also they had an informant. Right, right they had a CI and an F, and a confidential informant and an FBI undercover. Correct. Both exactly. Yep. And uh, you know, in, in the complaint, the federal complaints, because this started back uh, last year in 2018, uh, when he allegedly tried to put his vehicle up for sale. Um, to fund a trip overseas, and an FBI informant reached out to show interest and met with the suspect uh, a number of days later. <laughs> and then from there, he allegedly planned to travel to uh, to the Islamic State um, in for whatever reason. And then, uh, you know, they said at the end of de- at the end of December, he arranged a meeting with the informant and the um, FBI undercover agent. And then apparently the he explained that jihad was an obligation, that he wanted to do so much damage, as he wanted to do as much damage as possible, and he expected to be a martyr. It was, And this was all spelled this, out. This is where you get the 21 virgins and grapes being fed to you and all the other things. Yeah, that are, that seven, are, 72 virgins. And, 72 uh, 72 virgins, virgins okay. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's, but that's right. what he was expecting. And, yeah. uh, and a few days later... There was another meeting in, in Alpharetta uh, in which in which uh, Tahib allegedly showed the FBI worker a, a, a composition notebook with a hand-drawn map of the ground floor of the West Wing in the White House. And then he seemed to believe that the informant and the FBI worker would join his plot if they could find weapons, according to the complaint. And then by mid-December... He had allegedly broadened the scope of, uh, of places he wanted to attack to include, as we said, the Washington Monument, the Lincoln Memorial, a synagogue. Uh, and he said he wanted to use handguns, IEDs, improvised explosive devices, and an AT-4 anti-armor 
weapon and hand grenades. Now, now at 18 what, what is that? It's a basically a shoulder-fired anti-light armor <clears throat> anti-tank weapon. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, it's probably, uh, I mean, if you look at any, any Af, you know, in the war in Afghanistan and Iraq, you see them used quite quite often. Yeah, and it's uh, but what what the guy wanted to do? I think Arnold Schwarzenegger used one of those in uh, in one of his one of his movies. He yeah, like blows up a shopping mall with it or something. I'm, I'm, yeah, takes out an entire compound or something. <laughs> yeah. But but what he wanted to do was apparently he said he wanted to drive on the road behind the White House, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, knowing that area really well. E Street, where you used to be able to drive, you can't drive there anymore. So I had to okay. be somewhere around the Ellipse or Constitution Avenue. And he wanted to use this this uh, AT4. He wanted to use this this weapon to he wanted to create diversion and then use this weapon to blast a hole into the White House, into the back part of the White House, and, and to get in and try to kill as many people as possible. Isn't that where the is the Oval Office on the back end of the White House? There? The Oval Office is on the yeah the, the south side of the White House. Yeah, yeah, it's over on the on the west side, but you you know outside the Rose Garden on the if you as you're facing uh, the White House from Constitution Avenue, it's over to the left. Aha, uh-huh. over you know. So. so you can take everything out from that shot. Oh. But you know, it, it, knowing DC as well as doing, having been to the White House but many, many times, to, but once they blow the hole, doesn't he have to like charge in there? Yeah, I I don't think he really. Thought, What's he going to charge in on? Well, that's horse that's motorcycle. A good, that's a good question. That's a good question. But but yesterday, yeah. because the plot was supposed to take place on Thursday. That's right. It was coming right up. That's right. And, and didn't, didn't they? And didn't the didn't the uh, the undercover guys, then the FBI, they they brought all the weaponry. Yeah, yeah on Wednesday. To like a Walmart or right. parking lot or something, right? To have went to a, a Buford store parking lot. Buford store parking uh, lot. Yeah. For, for the purpose of him and the FBI informant exchanging their vehicles for semi-automatic rifles, explosive devices, and that AT-4. And didn't they bring like a moving van or something? Yeah. And then the second yeah. informant inspected the vehicles and told to have the money was in the ashtray. And then the uh, the second FBI, another they added another FBI person in. He drove up with a tractor trailer. Tractor trailer. Which had the weapons inside, though the FBI had rendered all of them um, useless. They, they, were, they, were, they, they were just... They were taken apart somehow. Yeah, exactly. So... Okay. Well, he's facing somewhere between 5 and 20 years, and we'll keep an eye on this case, and uh, we'll keep you up to date. So, coming up on Arrested, Bill Barr, who was the Attorney General under George H.W. Bush, well, he is going through confirmation hearings uh, right now on Capitol Hill, and uh, he had a couple interesting things to say um, about, about guns, red flag laws, and a few other things. That's all coming up on Arrested on the New Talk 1067.